uh, everybody who's listening right now, especially my producers and everything, uh, you guys, I'm, I'm telling you right now, we finna, I'm going to get into the mechanics with the homie. You know what I'm saying? I'm really looking forward to this interview that I'm getting ready to go to because I know y'all want to hear some gossip and all that. I'm telling you right now, that is not what's finna happen on this interview. I'm telling you right now. All right? That's not finna happen. Period. Point blank. You know what I'm saying? I'm finna get, I'm finna ask this brother that's coming on the line right quick in about one minute. Some real questions about music. And I know a lot of you guys want to come up here. You guys want to, you think this is going to be some, um, some TMZ type shit. I'm going to ask him about some drama. Nope. Nope. Absolutely freaking not. That's not what I'm going to do. You know what I'm saying? I'm not going to ask this guy about any BS. Not what I got a multi-platinum producer on the line. I'm going to pick his brain real quick. All right, we got Drama Boy on the line. Drama Boy, what's happening, homie? Welcome to the broadcast. I appreciate you standing, uh, coming through. Hey, boy, man, what's going on, man? Uh, we got we got right now on the line with us, man, for our direct line interview uh, with Drama Boy right here, man. One of the premier producers uh, in the game right now. I'm talking about somebody who's not not because he's on the line right now. I'm saying that because you can. Pull up his damn Wikipedia if you want to, if that's what it takes for you to believe what I'm telling you right now. You know what I'm saying? You can pull up his Wikipedia if you have to. But we got Drama Boy on the line. Uh, I could go on naming uh, song after song from Jeezy, uh, from Gucci Man, from just various people that you've produced, man. But I don't think you really need any introduction at the end of the day. You know what I'm saying? Drum Squad is in the building. And I just got a couple of questions for you, man. We're going to go ahead and jump right into it. But first of all, formally introduce yourself to the broadcast for us, and then we'll take it from there, homie. Yeah, 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 this your boy, Drummer Boy, a.k.a. D-Boy Fresh, man. You already know what time it is, man. K-100, salute. What it do? DJ Will Money. We in there, bitch. Let's go. So, the, um, I got a, a series of questions and I, questions I got to ask you. But for the most part, I know you're from Memphis um, and, you, and you're down here in Atlanta. Now, a lot of people associate with... I know, I know you're from Memphis and I'm very familiar that you're from Memphis and everything. So, let me ask you this. The difference between... The Atlanta scene and the Memphis scene. You know what I'm saying? I know that for, to me, Memphis has its own culture. Tennessee has its own culture. You know, eight ball MJG and all those and God and everybody that's coming out of Tennessee. It's like for me, Memphis has its own sound, it has its own hip hop culture. But Atlanta is just, you know, Atlanta. It's like people just feel like, you know, it's just and on a lot of levels it is. It's 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 a much bigger city. Um and it's got a bigger music industry. But how do you feel? What is the what's the main difference in doing music? And that you see coming up, coming out of Memphis and everything, and that you see in Atlanta, and working with these artists here, as opposed to when you were first starting uh, in your hometown. I mean, coming out of Memphis is like you know, it's only so many people you can work with. You know what I mean? And I, I pretty much at that particular time, you're talking about, you know what I mean? Like '98, '99. You know what I mean? Like the end of the '90s. So like, you know, I'm coming up with Yo Gotti. You know what I'm saying? Three Six Mafia and Nabal MJG is like the pioneers of the city. So. You know, working with them, working with the player, player flies and the gangster blacks and the gangster booze and you know what I mean? Like after you done, you know, done a full circle through the city, it's like, all right, it ain't really nobody else to work with. You know what I'm saying? It's like, and I happened to get a phone call from Pastor Troy. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? The pastor was like, yo, I need two beats. You know what I'm saying? So that's really how Atlanta kicked off for me. Pastor Troy was like the first artist I seen just repping Georgia, like all the way about Georgia. I mean, he got the flags, he got the belts. You know what I mean? And he just going heavy, 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 strong on the Georgia movement. He reached out to me like I'm working on DSGB album, Down South Georgia Boys. I need two of them beats. He had eight grand for me. I was 16, 17 years old. So I drive up to Atlanta, wow. 
pick up eight grand, you know what I'm saying, and do a record for him called Make Him Get That Money Right. Make Him Get That Money Right. Pop that pussy. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that shit went just heavy, stupid in the strip clubs and whatnot. So at 17 years old, here it is what I got 8000 in my pocket. You know what I mean? Just going on strip club tours and whatnot, but we ain't even wasting no money. We more so campaigning, tipping what girls is requesting the record and whatnot and just getting more money because they bumping me into the niggas that's spending the, 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 the cash. They telling me, you know, who to fuck with and who not to. They telling me who going who to actually get to it, who bout it, and who ain't. You know what I mean? So, right. you know, that's where you come to tipping a, a stripper for me is because, shit, she helped me make eight grand, another ten grand, or, you know what I'm saying, twelve grand. So you see me in the strip club, I might bust a hundred or, you know what I'm saying, bust a rack down, but shit, I just got eight or nine racks from the, you know what I'm saying? Right. And from that, then you get a call from Big Block. You know what I'm saying? He like, yo, we working on boys in the hood. I do trap niggas, I do look. Then I get a call from Jeezy. Jeezy like, man, I'm working on my solo. I do standing ovation. First platinum plaque. You know what I'm saying? And the list just keep going on and on. Then come white girl. Then come shawty plies. Man, that shit you did, Jeezy, I need one. I do shawty for plies. Right. You know what I'm saying? Rocco call, man, that shit you did for plies, I need one. I do, I'm going to do me. Right. You just do you. You know what I'm saying? Birdman call like, nigga, you got everybody on fire. I need one. I got money in the blow. Getting it in. So you know what I'm saying? It's, 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 and it, was a, it sounds like a, a, a really dope-ass snowball effect, man. You know what I'm saying? And I, and I just got to salute you, man. Just just right then, I, and I'm pretty sure everybody listening, everybody, most people who listen to this broadcast, if they're not just fans of the music, then they're really fans of the music industry. So they pretty much know who you are. I've seen a lot of people anticipate in this particular interview because of that and it's, it's interesting i was reading up on you and i see that you, you come from music your family your mother you know what i'm saying your father you know what i'm saying they was heavily in music you know what i'm saying and i think that um absolutely yes and and i tell people all the time because you said you was 16 17 and you got you was already producing to the to a level to a level that you actually was able to get not only your local people rocking with you but then someone out of state to check for you at such a young age and i said he had to start really young so he had to have some some support and i think a lot of people sometimes don't understand that how important it is if you got that that support from your if it's in your bloodline you got support from your family for what you're doing how much easier sometimes it makes you know your grind early on you can start so much earlier and so you were able to just jump into the game so early and now you're still young and you popping so much where sometimes people may have to you know they didn't get their first break until they was 25 you know what I'm saying? You feel me? You right. had you, you had a right. ten year you had a ten year jump on cats, and that's major. That that means oh, a yeah. lot. You know what I'm saying? And it's a blessing, man. Like I, I big up my brother, man, Insane Wayne EMG. He he been doing his thing for so long, and, and before me, he 14 years older than me. So like you know, I was solo when I was coming up, and Big Bro was like behind the Jazzy Phase and right there, cool with the Jazzy Phase and the Carlos Brodies and all of them like legendary producers out of out of Memphis. Right. So like just seeing Jazzy go to Atlanta and just seeing how many people he was working with, just seeing how much like it was just so many artists in the city. It's like why wouldn't you as a producer? Everybody come to Atlanta. If you want to get money as a producer, you're gonna come through Atlanta. Period. Point blank. You know what I mean? This is the music capital. Right. It, damn near in the whole United States now, you know what I mean? Like, like people come through here to do a project. Like, I don't necessarily have to go through New York now. You know right. what I'm saying? Like, right. everybody in New York coming here. You uh, know what I mean? All of the execs, we still getting the checks cut regardless. We still doing the meetings and doing the the, the showings and doing the, the listening sessions and all of that right here. You know what I mean? Like, like, like executives are flying into Atlanta to hear the project. 
Ah. And, and, and to see the movement and the impact that we have on the people right here. They're coming to the clubs and seeing the shows live, you know what I mean? Exactly. And the, those 2,000, 3,000 tickets sold, sold out. You know what I mean? On these new up-and-coming artists and whatnot. Even when the Migos call, first song we do for them, look at my dad. Right. You know what I mean? Like the first, you know, labels calling me first swing king now. You know what I mean? So <laughs> <That's> <laughs> I'm just more so focused on right. breaking the new artists and, 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 and giving back, you know what I'm saying, to the DJs, giving these interviews back to the DJs because knowledge is key. This knowledge, I, I, I came to give this interview on K100 is more important. It's priceless. Well, I appreciate it too, brother. I appreciate it. You know what it. I mean? I thank you. And and you know what? It's funny that you said, you know, you, you, you worried about the artists and everything because I went and I checked out everything on drumsquad.com, uh, you know, and I see you got artists that's, that you're working with, uh, Kid, Sky King, uh, Elder Great, uh, uh, Lil Will, and I just looked at your roster and I, and I played some of the music, you know, before we even did the interview and a lot of it is dope. Like, I see that you actually sign an artist, you got people up on your team and you're actually pushing yourself and that's really important. Now, a lot of times, I got a, I got a, a specific question to ask you that's dealing with that though. A lot of times in the industry, people frown upon artists signing to artists. They say it never really works out a lot of times uh, because if you're an active artist or whatever, you don't have time to focus on just the artist and it's never, it never works out good. That's why artists shouldn't be CEOs of labels and blah, blah, blah. How do you feel about that? I mean, I, obviously you don't care because you're doing it right now. And I see that you're pushing your, 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 um, your artists and they got, you know, everything is organized and it seems like it's on the go. But how do you feel about that in general? Because we've seen it fail a lot of times in hip hop where guys sign to other artists who are active and it doesn't necessarily work out. What do you feel about it in general? Well, I mean, for one, I'm a producer first. Right. So I, a producer first is looking to sign artists. I'm an artist second. I'm like Puffy. Puffy was an artist, but Puffy wasn't focused on his artists. He rapped on his artist's music. He was more so focused on his artists. And, you know, that's more so the thing I do. You know, and, and, and secondly, it's, it's all about intentions. With business, with relationship, with whatever you're doing, it's all about intentions. And if your intentions are to you know, in fear of a young man that you sign him because you don't want him to blow up and then you put him on the shelf and don't really put him out and you sign him. That's the reason why you signed him. So that that's that's signing someone through fear. Right. You know, every artist I've signed, I've signed in faith. I've signed in belief. Right. You see what I'm saying? And it's all about keyword, keywords in, in everything that you do. You know what I mean? And, and without the faith, without the belief, there will be no success. With fear, with envy, it, it would only be negative outcome. You know what I mean? So you have to look at the intentions of who's signing you and understand those intentions and make those intentions very clear, as well as understanding what you want out of your situation, out of your deal. And I provide those things such as creative control to my artists. Right. I'm not going to force you to have the whole, whole album produced by Drummer Boy. I might have one song on the whole album. Right. Well, that's your artist, man. You should be producing the whole album. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> no, I mean, like, if a great album is a great album, it's a great album. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, 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 you know, I, I, it, that, that's just one of the things and one of the examples. So, you know, it's, it's about having fun and, 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 you know, artist development, allowing your artists to, to become who they are as opposed to just making them something that you want them to be. You yeah, know what I mean? And that, those are the things that I specialize in. That's why so many people that want to sign the drum squad because they're like, man, like, I I'm just listening be who to you, I bro. Be. I can do what I want to do. Bro, right? I'm listening you know to what, what I mean? you're saying. I'm listening to what you're saying. And I swear to God, before you said that, I was literally about to say, before you said that yourself, I'm not, I'm not bullshitting. I was about to say, that sounds like a label that an independent, like right now, if you were indie listening, you really need to be getting at Drummer Boy about being on Drum Squad because I'm listening to what you're saying and just your tone and everything you're saying about it. It sounds really ideal for the artist. You know what I'm saying? Because you got, 
got the power of someone uh, of a super producer and you've got the skill set of a super producer and the plugs but he's actually willing to let you be you and 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 foster that and actually artists develop which a lot of the labels have pretty much abandoned that they've said listen come to us already hot and we just gonna pour gas on your flame you know what i'm saying we're not developing anybody anymore you know what i'm saying a lot of them you know they don't even have the budget exactly. to do that and so i think it's really key that you said that so i was literally in my brain saying <laughs> i'm gonna make sure these artists understand what they're hearing right now that maybe you you know you should begin the influx in the flood of like <laughs> submissions or i don't know what's your process how do you check for artists how, what makes you see an artist and say yeah that's somebody i want to work with since we're on the subject oh uh, i mean sometimes it might be all in the determination it might be in the the, the, the timing you know what i mean timing is key just you know they waited to the right time or they might have you know had the right timing with it and their record was out and i just heard the record and then i did a panel and spoke you know a lot of people pay attention it kills me that so many people will bombard your dm your direct message <laughs> but you follow me on instagram you see all of these events that i do right here in your city like right. i might see somebody dming me all the time and they're right here in atlanta right i do three or four events a month in atlanta so for you not to come to any of those events introduce yourself face to face be a man you know what i'm saying approach me face to face wait wait to the moment where you can catch me like in person right i never in my life blew up jeezy's twitter or like instagram but i damn show uh 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 quote unquote stalk this shit out of every <laughs> hey jeezy got a show where oh uh, shit i'm gonna be in there motherfucker right. Jesus got a show where shit i'm gonna be in there motherfucker and i will be there with my cd on deck i got five beat cds of the same beats on my CD, I got my phone number written on my CD, and I see Jeezy, hey, Jeezy, ride to the thing, man. You know what I'm saying? Drummer boy from Memphis, my nigga. Yeah, respect. And then I'm I'm gone. I ain't got shit else to tell you. I ain't, hey, man, you think I can get some drink with you? Hey, man, you think I can chill with you in the VIP? Hey, man, you think you can get my homegirl in? All that old nigga shit. Like, nigga, I'll holler at you about the business, and I'm gone. And every time you see me, I'm about the business. You know what I mean? And, and that's, that's how I got known for that shit. Like, you know what I mean? And it might be the Memphis in me. It might be just that 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 i've been through everything like if they, they say if you can make it in memphis you can make it anywhere because they so hard on it. it's like you know what i mean i'm used to motherfuckers slamming doors in my faces and saying nigga get the fuck out of here them beasts is whack nigga i'm used my my own dad told me i wasn't gonna be shit wow. you know what i mean and he raised me as a as a musician as a musician he raised me to be in the orchestra and playing after him and declaring that and 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 until i prove myself because as a father you want to know what your son doing with his time you right, know what i mean exactly and i'm always in the house making beats he don't know that he don't know if i'm doing crack coke am i is my drugged out what the fuck am i in gangs nigga what you doing because you know i live with my mom right. my mom and dad divorced when they had me so you know what i mean he just wanted to know i was doing the right thing and he's cool with the dean of the university i get kicked out for unattendance he go look at my grades and see I'm making a, a D in basketball, but I had D1 and D2 scholarships. Wow. So that's when he started putting it together like, this don't make sense. You 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 doing better in history than you doing in basketball. Like, you love basketball. Oh, so man. I know you up to something. What the fuck is it? I told him I was drummer boy. I told him I had Gotti placements and Tila placements and all of this. And he was like, nigga, I don't want to hear that shit. You ain't going to be shit. He was like, you know what? Since you such a big bad wolf. I'm gonna give you twelve months to show me a hundred thousand. I pulled out ten thousand cash, slammed it on the counter like nigga. I'm getting money. Nigga, nigga, da, da, da. <laughs> you ain't got no bank account. You ain't got no credit card. You ain't got no line of credit. Right. You can't go buy the house you want if you want to buy the house right now. Da 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 da. He was just breaking me down and shit. And within ten months, I came back and showed up to that man doorstep with a hundred k. And we're like, what you was saying now? 
Because oh, I'm not going back to school, and that was that was my determination at that particular time. All right, that's a hell of a story right safe. there. That's a hell of a story right there, man. That's that's. But you know what, man? I think I, I'm definitely got to reshare this the recording of this broadcast because it's some it's so many people who need to hear that. You know what I'm saying? So many people who need to hear because at first when I was reading the bio, I I thought maybe he was really really really. You know, supportive at first, but now listening to the story, it's like ah, not so much really. He did, he did, nah, he did what daddies do. Yeah, he did what dad, daddies do. Dad didn't start yeah. supporting until I got them hits. Until he knew it was confirmed. Until right. he knew it was real. Until he saw those articles coming out and the press behind it, and and until those friends in the orchestra and all of the you know white America audiences like, wow, Chris is really becoming something. James, you know, my dad's name James, my name Chris. Yeah. He's like, wow, Chris is really, and for him to hear it through other people's ears and starting to hear it amongst his peers and people who he respects, then then, then I started getting some respect. Now he'll call me, hey man, I'm riding around, don't get it. Boy, hey, boy, you see Cam <laughs> doing that dad, boy, look at my dad. Ooh, you got uh... you up, boy. That's you know what's what I mean? up. So that's, we best friends now. That's it. That's all with your parents. You know, it's gonna be either mama support you, and you know, mamas usually support the boys, right. and then you got the daddies that usually support the girls. You know, girls might want to be doctors, lawyers, or they want to be a manager of this company or become a creative director, right. or you know, start their own hair salon or whatever. They gonna go to daddy for their support. You know what I mean? And, and for the boys, we went to mom. And, and, and mom got it done, but as she got it done, I paid her every penny back because she was doing it all finance. I paid $300 a month <laughs> for the 64-month plan, and right. I am sick and tired of You know what I mean? <laughs> right. So just hearing that shit just makes you more motivated to say, man, when I got that 8000 5000 went to my mama. When I got that 100000 30000 went to my mama. You know what I mean? Right. And I kept on moving and pushing and making sure mama straight because... You know what I mean? Without that, it wouldn't be no, it wouldn't be no me. Exactly. Salute to you on that, bro. That's real talk, man. I love this interview. I love this conversation. You know what I'm saying? Really, really, really clear and really candid. Now, I got some technical stuff, man. I promised all my producer homies, you know what I'm saying, that I would get down to the nitty-gritty with you real quick so they can maybe get a couple of jewels. If you don't mind, if you got a couple more minutes, you know what I'm saying? Already. All right, so let's get into this part of it. K100 Radio. We're on the line live right now. Direct line interview with the homie Drama Boy, man. Showing real love, dropping some real jewels. Now listen, uh, K100Radio.com. Make sure you follow him on Twitter and Instagram at Drama Boy Fresh. That's his IG for both of them. And he's on them. He's, he's, he's live on them. All right. So I got a couple questions for you on from, the, from a technical side. Now right now, when you go in the lab, what are you rocking with right now? What Are, are you are you rocking with outboard gear? Are you a, a, a digital producer? Um, are you rocking with a certain software? Or are you still rocking with an MPC? How you how you how you cook your stuff up? Not not no trade secrets, but what's your baby? What you really rock with? Man, I'm, I've been AP, uh, MPC all my life. You know what I mean. And okay. As they've grown, I've grown. You know what I mean. From a from a you know analog standpoint, back on the my first MPC was the MP60. I went on to the 2000. Went on to the 2000 XL. Then they came out with the 3000. Did my thing on the three. I had the four thousand. That's my favorite MPC still. Right to this date, you know I'm sprung on the touch. I'm sprung on the Renaissance and the and the studio. I use all three. You know what I mean. The digital game is just you know becoming much better. You know what I mean. And they've gotten their sound game up. I used to be on Native Instruments ass. You know right. what I mean. Like right. I'd be on uh, Big Fish ass. Like man, how y'all gonna have all of these? <laughs> Virtual instruments sounding fat, but the drums sound weak as Right. Well. You know what I mean? So, you know, I would always mix my digital with my analog and still do all my drums analog, uh-huh. but then do my do my other sounds digitally. And now, you know, I, like, look at my dad. That's all digital. 
Oh, you know okay. what I mean? Like the booms and whatnot. They got the plugins and they got little things where we can make it, you know, back to how we were on analog. Right. So, you know, now it's like, you know, now now it's always, you know, it's, it's, it's A1. A lot of these producers got to thank me for the beta testing and all of this motherfucking product servicing and shit that we do with these ah, motherfucking man. companies just to make sure we push. I push the limits with these fucking companies, man. You know what I mean? And these technology centers and whatnot. So, you know, I'm, I'm one of the producers. Shout out to Needles. Uh-huh. He, he's always doing a lot of uh, 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 product, you know, management and testing and beta testing with services, too. You know what I'm saying? That's the homie Justice League. They do a lot of great work. You know what I mean? I right. respect their intelligence behind the music. You know what I'm saying? It's, 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 it's several producers out there that we... We just rock with, man, because this this is a union. I, you know I, what I mean? At the, at the end of the day, we we compete. We all fighting for placements, but it's a union, my nigga. Just like the NBA, just like the NFL, and off the court, off the field, we still unified. You know what I mean? And that's really? why I rock with producers. I got the label, DSR, the label. We got five, six artists that all need beats. So get at me, my nigga, drumsquad.com, man. You know what I'm saying? Well, I was going to ask you that. That was Well, you, you actually brought up two of my questions you did the perfect segue because my next two questions kind of sort of bounce off those. Uh, I'll get into how people can can get with you and submit you beats. But it's funny that you said that uh, it's a union between you and the other producers. You know what I'm saying? And you mentioned Justice League, and, and and I can I've never seen you work, but I have been in a studio session years ago before they before Justice League took all the way off. Um, I ran a session because I'm an engineer too, and I ran a session with them guys with Blood Raw. They was working with Blood Raw, and I actually seen those guys cook up a beat. And I was fucking blown away by just the cohesiveness of how they all work together. And they broke out the live instruments. Dude broke out a real set of maracas for the shit, for the sound. I was like, oh, shit. Uh, yeah. You know what I'm that's saying? What I was I like, like <laughs> real musicians. And they really yeah. theory. They have, they know the fundamentals. And that's what anything, like, you respect the guys in the game. Right. They have the best fundamentals. Right. And, of course, we like the guys that put on the show. We like the guys that give us the entertainment. But, damn, what kind of triple threat is it to have fucking both? Right. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? You know what I mean? So, and it's like, well, I can get in front of 30,000 people and make a beat within two minutes and had a whole fucking arena rocking. Right. So, so You know what I mean? And and it's on spot. So, you know, and we can write the scores. You can do the, the, the actual compositions and the theory. And, you know, I did the Victoria's Secret commercial. I did um, um, Shoe Carnival's first shoe TV campaign ever in history. I did SMS headphones commercial for uh, Carmelo Anthony. You know, we did the Beats by Dre commercial for Sherman Williams and Dez Bryant. So, you know, it's, it's all about being diverse, man. It's so much money in TV. It's so much money in TV. You can make more money in 30 minutes with TV than you can finishing somebody's whole complete album. Exactly. That's so how did you. All right. I got I'm running out of time. How did you jump over? into that real just really quick if you can just say what's what's what would you what would you give an artist that's 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 working and producing and how would you tell them how to get their 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 face their name their production to the people that actually make the decisions to rock with them on the tv side go to go to music theory school get the fundamentals if you don't have the fundamentals get the fundamentals it's like being an nba ball player and you don't know how to dribble or you can just dribble mediocre then how the fuck are you going to survive as a point guard you're only six one they're not going to put you at the, at the two or the three. You know what I mean? So you might have competed and averaged 14, 15 points on a D1 level or a collegiate level. But when it comes to this pro shit and TV and getting the highest commercials and the highest paid gigs, it, you have to have the fundamentals. 
as well as the relationships, which is the second part of that. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But even with the relationships, they might get you through the doors to where you want to be seen. But now when it's time for opportunity to present itself, you're not prepared. Mm. That is the key to success to me. So you need a theory Being prepared when opportunity presents itself. You need to, you need the music theory to for, for scoring because they're going to more they're going to want more than just your tracked out pro tool session. Basically is what you're saying. Exactly. They <laughs> might say, "Hey, can you send me a composition of this? We're working on it. We got a budget of 75,000 and uh, you know, we, we we got about 8 hours to get it done. Uh, can you get it done? Are you the guy that they're going to pay the 75,000? Mm, you know what I mean? It's and it's you talking about 30 minutes of work. Yeah. But can you do it? Can you do it? You know what I mean? Can you write it? Can you get us the sheet music? We need the string parts, the trumpet parts, the violas. We need the drums, the percussion. You uh, know what I mean? Right. How fast can you get that shit over? Uh, I bet I'll have it to you within an hour, sir. And then you got it documented. You got it. Hey, we got all of the, you know, the, uh, the, the, the forms of how we want it. You know what I mean? We got all of our signatures on our agreements. <laughs> you know what I mean? I mean, it's really <laughs> dotting the iron, crossing the T's. Oh, you know man. what I mean? How, how great is your management team? You know what I mean? And, and, and those are all of the things as a full system, getting these gigs, you know, allows you to do. All right. One last question. I'm going to let you ride. But then we're going to get ready to play that new D-Boy Fresh that I got. And I'm going to play that. I'm going to ride out with that. And I got to get my next interview because we're running a little bit behind. But let me ask you this one last question. How do you feel? This is the thing. And I'm just, you know, I'm still in the mud down here in the trenches with the indies and everything. And this is a major, major thing with the with the producers and everybody in music. The 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 the. I know you've been bit. Your style has been bit. I've heard people, you know what I'm saying, basically do beats that sound pretty much identical, even though you got a diverse uh, track record. All of them sound the same. But how do you feel about right now when you see so many producers who feel the need to copy you and, and other producers' style because they feel like that's the style that's hot and they need to literally mimic your style in order to get on? Do you, What would you tell an artist who says, I'm finna go in here and do a drummer boy beat? What do you say to that? I mean, it's, it's number one, it's flattering. Mm hmm um and i respect all of the producers first and foremost mm -hmm. you know what i mean all of us have to be inspired by someone fortunately for me i understood how to be inspired but still create my own mm -hmm. so with me being the originator with me being the sensei i forever am in existence see what i'm saying right. i forever live right but unfortunately for those who continue to bite or never form their own sound they never form their real audience which in result kind of puts them in the wrong time set it puts them in the wrong place so yeah you might get features here and there but how many top tens do you have mm -hmm. you know what i mean right. how many platinum plaques do you have on the wall how many gold plaques do you have on the wall you know what I mean? And how many, how, how, like, how are you changing the game or you, do you just fit in? Where a lot of times people who just fit in into the in crowd, they're not recognized. Everybody's going to recognize the person leading the pack. Because exactly. you can see me. But 10 rows back from that, I mean, you just blend in. So, you know, earn your stripes. You know what I mean? It's not as easy as you think, you know, just because you're on this album. Like, I used to think it was cool to have album placements. Right. You know what I mean? But I want the record that the record label's putting the money behind. The single. <laughs> so, you know, for, since, since 2006, I've been that guy. Right. Consistently. You know what I mean? White girl. I'm going to do me. I put on. Here I am. Right. 
Classic What's in my pocket, dog? Big <laughs> face, honey. You know, you know what I mean? We give, we, we, you know, I, I went over the R&B a little bit. I gave August Alcina his first number one with the with the No Love featuring Nicki Minaj. Right. Walker called me. We give him no hands. And then the Migos just recently hit me and say, look, we need one. Look at my dad. You know what I mean? So stay tuned to what we're doing. I ain't going to hold the time. Y'all going to catch up with me. Fuck around. going to have to do a part two because I got too much gang for y'all niggas, man. K-100. Man, listen. Drummer Boy. DJ Will Money. (laughs) Drummer Boy, man. Yo, you really gave us so much game and I really appreciate it, man. This was a dope interview and you gave some real insightful shit, man. Y'all make sure you rock with the homie. He sees, he's a good dude, man. Go check out his website. He's got some really great info on there. I, I tried to get as much of the, of the of the free jewels as I could for my producer friends. Sorry if I got to let you guys down, but we ran out of time. Hit him up on Twitter at Drummer Boy Fresh. Same thing on IG. I'm going to run this joint. We're getting ready to come up with a Dynasty interview. Don't go anywhere. Pause. I'm up, I'm, I apologize. We're, we're 30 minutes late on that one. We'll be coming up right now. But before I go, let me go ahead and segue out. Uh, D-Boy Fresh featuring Young Dolph in my city. Yeah. That's how we gonna end this thing. That's how we gonna end this thing. K100 Radio Standby Direct Line Interview with Drummer Boy. Salute to you, homie. Dynasty coming up next. K100. Chasing in my city, hustle with it, gotta get it, cash out, run a ticket, a world runner, freaking fly on a mission. This to come up, dog, a nigga lost feelings. I rep the M so strongly, the glow is among me, the realness upon me, ain't no looking beyond me. A come up, a come up, you in a fear, you get done up, nigga. I'm flexing in cash money like I wanna start a niggas. A trip to the jungle, come back with nothing but lumber, nigga. I See myself, young Stevie with wonders, nigga. Don't know what's gotten into me. I'm kicking like Bruce Lee. I'm locking the streets. So with this WTMC3, in my city, keep a grizzly on my fitted. In my city, all my niggas fucking with me. In my city, all the bitches independent. In my city, hustle hard, we stay committed. Chasing in my city, on the come up in my city. Chasing in my city, on the come up in my city. Chasing in my city, on the come up in my city Chasing in my city, on the come up in my city They do whatever for the money in my city I'm on the floor watching the Grizzlies play the Pistons They killed Martin Luther King in my city It's a lot of dope boys with big dreams in my city Cash style, that my part of the city Turn average Presley Street to Dow Boulevard in the city Knew a couple niggas, all they do is rob in the city Lying ass bitch, all she do is flodge in the city Ay. Yeah, they say a nigga from the home of the blues But I'm smoking purple and I'm drinking on the deuce Bad bitches only allowed in my booth President shit, I got snipers on the roof In my city, keep a on my feet In my city, all my 